Genesis chapter 18. Genesis chapter 18. And if you notice, there are a lot of Bible verses here tonight. And so, we're we talking about justification tonight. Next Wednesday night, Lord willing, we'll be talking about election. Not the election, election with God and salvation. Although there is a vote next week, isn't there? It's funny, that will work out right together right there. Or is it the week after? No, is it next week or is it the week after? It's coming up anyways. And then after that, we're probably going to look at sanctification. But tonight we're going to look at the topic of justification. Now, it's a big word, and it's a blessed word. And I feel, and one of the reasons why I decided to, we went through a lot of the major doctrines, but I wanted to break it down even further. So maybe like when we sing that song we sang a little bit ago, Yea, justified, oh blessed thought. And you're like, blessed thought, justified, sure. But do you know what justification really means? By the end of tonight, my prayer is you will know a little bit more what justification means. Because at the end of the day, we, this is what matters. You realize that Jesus Christ paid our penalty so that we could go to heaven. But there's so much, there's so much in depth that you can learn. You don't have to have justification all figured out to get saved. But it plays a part in it. And we'll talk more about that tonight. We look at Genesis chapter 18. I want you to look with me down at verse number 25. Now, if you notice this passage, Abraham is praying out to God for the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. He's really asking the Lord to spare it. His nephew Lot is dwelling there, and it's his family. And in all reality, I do believe that and you can't, Abraham isn't at fault for the decisions that Lot makes, but God did tell Abraham to leave everything behind when he left, and he didn't. He brought Lot with him. So part of Lot, I think that Abraham's partially responsible, and he feels that. But look at what he says to the Lord. We'll start verse 23. It says, And Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Preadventure there be fifty righteous within the city. Wilt thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the or as the righteous should be as the wicked. That be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And that's stated in a question there, but I want you to know something tonight. The judge of the earth does things right. God is always just in what he does. Now, we look at today in our country, and it's really sad when you look at the judicial system today. The judicial system today has changed a lot from the way it was meant to be. Because this is what it comes down to today, if we're being honest. When it comes down to the courts of appeals and all these different courts, even the Supreme Court, it's now it is, what affiliation are you when it comes to politics? Are you more right-leaning or are you left-leaning? And so you'll get one court that says, this is not constitutional because of the way they view it through their political party. And you'll get the other side doing something similar. And so what we see today, instead of following the law and what it says, people are basing their decisions by their political parties in all reality. 
And that's not how it was intended to be. But that's where you got to look and see and understand that man is not naturally just, but God is just. God does all things fair. And I know there are people out there, how could God send someone to hell? That's not fair. It shows you don't understand who God is to label him as not fair. He is fair. He is fair in all of his doings. As we start tonight and we look at the topic of justification, the word justification, it is a legal term. And it deals with um, man's guilt before the judge of all the earth. We are guilty before God. Let me just say tonight, there's no doubt about it. Sometimes there are those cases where it's, uh, you know, there's no doubt about it. You know the person's guilty. Everyone knows guilty. And it's obvious. If we were to be, let's say that I was standing before God tonight, and you're all sitting there in the room, and God, and we're there, and the accuser of the brother, and Satan is there, and he's saying, hey, God, I got a good one for you, this guy Brian. He is quite the sinner. He always, he never does, well, he most of the time doesn't do what's right. I could give you a list of just today what Brian did that he was wrong in doing. There is no doubt that I am a guilty sinner tonight. And before God, I am guilty of all my sin. But as we look at justification and break this down, and I want you to understand something. What justification is, justification has to do with man standing before God, not our state. Sanctification is our state, where justification is our standing before God. With that being said, let's dive in tonight. Number one, we're going to look at the meaning of justification. What does justification mean? If you were to ask me that, letter A, I would say, justification is the act of God whereby a saved person is declared to be free, cleared of all blame and to be freed from every charge. That's what justification is. Now look at that real close. So justification is the act of God. So this is not something we can do. This is the act of God, whereby a saved person is declared to be freed from all blame, to be, or to be cleared from all blame, and to be freed of every charge. When we look at this, what I want you to understand is this, letter B, justification does not make one righteous but declares one to be righteous in God's sight. So what do I mean when I say that tonight? Justification does not declare the sinner not guilty. We are guilty. Each and every one of us is guilty of sinning before God. Everyone agree with that tonight? I think we can all agree with that tonight. But this is the thing. We are guilty. It is clear that we're guilty. But in God's eyes... Because of Jesus Christ, we are declared not guilty. You ever see a criminal case play out? Maybe it's on TV, or maybe whatever the case may be, these high, high things, and they're, you know, they stand up in the courtroom, and they're like, do you have the verdict? And they have the verdict ready. And maybe you've watched a lot of it, and you think you've come to the conclusion they are definitely guilty. Maybe we'll go back, and I'm not going to, I was too young to really remember what, you know, O.J. Simpson, was he guilty or not? 
If the glove don't fit, you must have quit. That's what I remember. I do remember that phrase there. But whatever the case may be, everyone had their idea on both sides of it what was going to happen. And so he literally, he's there and not guilty. Some people were shocked by that. Like, he's guilty. Well, literally, there is no doubt about it. You and I are guilty before God. We are guilty. You are a sinner. Pure, plain, and simple. Our children are all sinners. Everyone that enters into this world is a sinner tonight. But when you trust Jesus Christ as your Savior, in God's sight, you're not guilty anymore. But you're still that wicked sinner in the midst of it. Someone will, sometimes we look at justification, and people will say it like this, just as if I never sinned. That's a great way to look at it. You see, such an act is kind of contrary to man. And it's one of those things, we don't understand it. Because in the court of law, when you're innocent, or when you're declared not guilty, most of the time you think, that person didn't do it. With us, we did it. And yet he labels us not guilty. That goes against the way we are, right? And you've got to understand, when we think about these things, God justifies the guilty based on Christ's atonement for us. That's why the Bible tells us in Romans 8, 33, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It's God that justifieth. What a blessing that is when we look at those verses right there. And when we think on that, we also see, we think about 2 Corinthians 5.21, and the verse there is wrong. It's the same one twice. I don't know if you noticed that in your notes there. But what the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 5.21, For he made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. You see, we are declared righteous tonight, not because we are righteous, but because of Jesus Christ God sees us as righteous. That's why when we look at it, our good works don't, they don't make God, they don't wow. God doesn't wow. Look at what Brian did. No, he sees his son and what he did. It's all about Jesus Christ and what he did. You've got to understand, where man cannot both forgive and justify, God can. Because of the cross, his son was the only payment for our sins but it also was the judgment of our sins. He paid it all on the cross that day. When we think about justification, justification is a once-only act. You are justified in the sight of God forever when you trust Christ as your Savior. What a blessing that is tonight. As we think about this, and we see the meaning of justification, I want you to see number two tonight. I want you to see the means of justification. Well, how does this come about? In order to be justified by God, now that's what you got to understand. In order to be justified by God, you must come to God on His terms. God's terms. God's the one who sets it. And we hear many people, I will get to God my way. No, no, no. You know, it doesn't work that way. God's way is the only way. There is no other way. Since He's the one to be justified in His sight, we must come on His terms. We see letter A underneath this of the means of it. Justification is not on the grounds of works. Works have nothing to do with it. When we think about that, you've got to understand something. When we stand before God, we are proven guilty. 
No one can justify themselves. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 3, verse number 20, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. That verse couldn't make it any simpler. We Look at that. The, therefore, the deeds of the law, there is no flesh shall, that shall be justified in his sight. There is no one in this room or no one that's been in this world that can be justified, declared innocent before God by the deeds of the law. It's impossible. You know what the law does? It shows us what sinners we are. Shows us that we need a Savior. And so I want you to understand tonight as we look at this, we see that justification is not on the grounds of our works, but letter B as we go there, justification is through the merits of Jesus Christ. You see, it's all about Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us Romans 3, verse 24 through 26, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be the propitiation through faith in His blood to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God to declare, I say, at this time his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. Do you see throughout there as we look at back it's by his grace through the redemption of Jesus Christ. God God was a pleased by the pen, by what Jesus did for us. And we are justified today because of what Jesus did. Do you see that there in the, what we looked at? You see, it is Christ's death and resurrection that are the grounds of our justification tonight. Not anything that we could do. It's talked about in Acts 13, verse 38 and 39. Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. And by him all that believe are justified from all things, from which he could not be justified by the law of Moses. Do you see, you cannot be justified by the law, by doing good things. You are justified by believing in Jesus Christ. Do you see that? The Bible's pretty clear on this tonight. And as we think about this, the Bible tells us in Romans 4, verse 25, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised and was raised again for our justification. Jesus did what he did so that we could be declared innocent or not guilty before God, even though we are guilty. Does that make sense? Am I making sense of what I'm saying tonight? The Bible tells us in Romans 5, verse number 9, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. If we were to go to heaven tonight and look at the Look at the docket, the courtroom docket, and not that there is, but what I'm saying is you would have my name. Let's just use me for an example. You'd have Brian Matthew Patterson. What would be the charge against Brian? Sin. And let me just say the verdict would be guilty. And it would say it was paid for on the cross by Jesus Christ. Therefore, he is free. That's what justification is. Now, what you got to understand is, in or, and this is what justice really is. Think of all Jesus went through. We don't have to go through the wrath of God because Jesus did. You know, I talked about this when we were at our prayer meeting a little bit earlier tonight. Let that be a little 
little plug. Permian's getting smaller and smaller every week, but yeah, come on, Permian's a good thing. When we talk about this, this is God's son. He didn't lessen the punishment for Jesus. Jesus took the wrath of God, and God turned his back on his own son because of our sin. Jesus took it for us. And when we look at God is just in what he does. When we see this tonight, we see that we can't be justified through our works. We're, not ju we're justified through the merits of Jesus Christ. Let us see, see that justification is by grace. While the atonement of Christ is the grounds of our justification, the love, grace, and mercy of God caused him to do this for us. That's where, you know, people love to talk about the love of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God, but they don't like talking about the judgment of God. But do you know all the attributes of God work together? And you see, justice had to be paid. Sin had to be paid for. And the love of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God, let Jesus do it for us. But it still had to be done. And it all goes together there. As we see, let us see, we see the justification, it's by grace. The Bible tells us in Romans 3, verse number 24, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. It can't get any simpler, can it? We are justified by his grace through what Jesus did on the cross for us. The Bible tells us in Romans 5, 8, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. We see his grace, we see his love right here. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 2, verse 4 through 6, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You see, tonight, we are justified by the grace of God, by his mercy and by his love. That's why he did it. Yes, it's his redemption that set us free and declared not guilty, but it was his grace, his love, and his mercy that allowed him to do it for us. Does that make sense? Let's keep on going here. Letter D. Letter D, we see that justification is through faith. We must come by faith to God. Faith is the acceptance of God's declaration or God's declared method of justification. The Bible tells us that without faith, it's impossible to please God. The Bible tells us in Romans 1, verse 17, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as is written, The just shall live by faith. The justified shall live by faith. The Bible tells us in Romans 3, 28, Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Now let me help you out tonight. And we think about Ephesians chapter number 2. The Bible says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Don't get this crazy idea that you played a part in it because you had faith. I hear Christians, I hear Baptists say that. You're dead in your trespasses and sins. You have no faith. You have no spirit. It's dead. God's grace reaches down 
and the gifts he gives us is his grace and the faith. That comes from God. It's his faith that's given to us. Because we're dead. You cannot have faith. If you're dead, you can't have it on your own. So, therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. You can never work your way there. The Bible tells us in Romans um, 4, verse number 5, But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. That's talking about Abraham there in chapter 4. Now, I love the book of Romans. The book of Romans just makes it so simple. That's why I love it so much, because you can't, it's, you just see it here. Literally, it's faith. It's trust in Christ and what he did for us. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 3, or Romans 5, verse number 1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So once again, this is the thing, we have multiple examples we see the fact that we are justified through Christ, right? You see that right here in this verse. We are not justified by anything we could ever do. We've seen that we're justified by his grace, and we're justified by faith. All things that God does. God does all these things for us. The Bible tells us in Romans 3, verse 27, where is boasting then? It is excluded. But, um, by what law or what works? Nay, but by the law of faith couldn't get any more simple here, yet so many people struggle with these things. Because we're justified by faith, there is no boasting. So we've seen tonight what justification means. It's where the guilty's declared innocent. And not because we're innocent, but because of what Jesus Christ did for us. And because of what Jesus Christ did for us, we are declared innocent not guilty. And that comes about not by the works that we do, but by the grace of God, by Jesus Christ, by faith. It has nothing to do with us. Now, as we talk about this tonight, and as we get to the end of the message, so we understand what justification means. Do we got that? And if you don't, it's in your notes. You can keep looking at it there. And then we see how it comes about, the means of it. It is through Jesus Christ, it's his grace, it's his mercy, his love, and faith. Right? And not anything that we do. Now, what are the benefits, or what are the results of being justified? I'm glad you asked. That's going to be the end of our message tonight. So number three, we see the nature of justification. Or actually, sorry, I'm jumping ahead of myself. We're only on number three. The nature of justification. I was going to number four already, because number four is my favorite part, the results of justification. So we'll get there in a minute. But when we talk about the nature of justification, what I want you to realize about it is that it happens immediately. It's instant instantaneous. It's not something you have to work towards. It's not a 12-week class you got to take, and then you reach where you're not guilty anymore. No, when a sinner turns to Jesus Christ. Didn't we talk about repentance last week? When a sinner turns to Jesus Christ and puts their faith and puts their trust in Christ, that moment it's wiped away. It doesn't take anything more than that. Isn't that a wonderful thing? I hear people often, well what if this awful murderer 
on death row as they're injecting him, calls out to Christ. Yep. Yeah. I just don't believe. You're not the judge. And you can't lay anything against God's elect. It's God that justifies. That thief on the cross didn't have much time, did he? It's where, oh, you got to turn your life around and do better. Show me where that's found in the Bible. No, when you get saved, it's immediate. You are clean. You are washed. And praise God for that. It happens instantaneously. Justification is a judicial act, not a process. Think about um, Luke 18, verse number 14. It says, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. It's immediate. It happens right away. We also see letter B that it's eternal. Do you know that once you're acquitted in a court of law, you're not supposed to be able to be tried for the same crime again? wonder where they got that idea from. Got to understand something. Once you're saved, you will not be in condemnation for your sin ever again. That's why no one can lay anything to the charge of God's elect. Satan can't do it. He's the accuser of the brethren. Justification is, happens immediately, and it's eternal. There's nothing you can do to change that. Number four, and what I wanted to get to tonight, the results of justification. So we've seen tonight that justification is being declared not guilty, even though we're guilty. We've seen that the way to get justified is not through the works of the law, but through Jesus Christ. It's by grace, his love, his mercy, and by faith. We see that it happens immediately when you get saved, and no one can take it away from you. Now, what do we get, or what are the results of being justified? Let's look at this tonight. Letter A, peace with God. Peace with with God. Do you realize before salvation, you don't have peace with God? No sinner does. That was ruined a long time ago, there in the Garden of Eden. As we look at this, because of what Jesus did, and because of God, Jesus Christ, because of his grace, because of his love, his mercy, you get peace with God. You and I did nothing to get peace. And we're still sinners. But when God looks at Brian Pattison tonight, I'm clean. I'm not guilty, even though I'm very guilty. But in God's sight, I'm not guilty. And it brings peace with God. Romans 5, verse number 1, it says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Same chapter, verse number 10. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Before salvation, we are the enemies of God. That's why you hear people say, and be careful when you hear people say different things. Politicians say it a lot. A lot of Christians say it too. We're all children of God. Wrong, wrong, wrong. We are children of wrath, even as others. Isn't that what the Bible says? And we are the enemy of God. We're in opposition to God. 
until we come to God through Jesus Christ and we get adopted into his family. We're probably going to take a week to go through adoption as well. we got a lot of words to go through. I don't know how long I'm going to keep going on all these different things, but I like it. I like talking about justification. I think it's a great topic. And some of these kids can pick up on it at a young age now. If some of them go to Bible college someday and you have a professor trying to teach you justification, you'll be able to tell them everything as you got these notes already. Keep them close by. And um, so we see we have peace with God. Think about this one, letter B. There's no more condemnation. You will not be judged on your sin as a believer in Jesus Christ. Say, so what about that person and all their sin? How about you and all your sin? I know we like to look around. I, I hear people, and I've mentioned a few minutes ago, well, what if a person on their deathbed turns to Christ? Why do we look at other people's sin like it's worse than our own sin? Sin nailed Christ to the cross. And it's, it's sin. Sin's the problem. And when you come to God through Jesus Christ, there, you will not be judged on your sin. Someday we will stand before God. You will give an account to God. As a believer, you will give an account to God for what you do with what the Lord's given to you. You will not be judged on your sin. Because Christ paid that penalty on the cross. He bore the wrath of God so that your sin penalty was paid for forever. That's why Romans 8 verse number 1 says, there, there is therefore now no condemnation, no judgment to them that are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. The results of justification is the fact that we have peace with God. There's no more condemnation. Let her see. There's no more incrimination. You know, we're very good at remembering the wrongs that people do. How would you like it if God remembered all the wrong that you do? I love how he words it there in the Old Testament. I, he basically says, I choose to forget. I choose, I will blot it out. As far as the east is from the west, that's how far I've removed your transgressions from you. The Bible tells us in Romans 8, we looked at one of these verses earlier, but look what it says. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? Who is it that judges? It is God, it is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. And let me just help you out tonight. What right do you have to judge anyone else and what they do with their life? We're very easy, it's very easy for us to judge others. It's not easy for us to look in the mirror and look at ourselves. But we'll judge someone else and say, why aren't they living the life they should? Well, who are you to judge them and what they do? Anyways, there's a lot more that could be said there, but we'll leave that there. There's no more incrimination. I'm grateful for that. Letter D, the remission of sins. The Bible tells us, Acts 13, we read these earlier, verse 38 and 39, Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins, and by him all that believe are justified from all things from which ye could not be justified by the law of Moses. Thank God for the remission of sins. Letter E. We, a result of justification, imputed righteousness. Now, I could probably take a whole night to talk about imputed righteousness as well. 
and maybe I will. And if you get bored by words in the Bible, there's something wrong with you. I hope that tonight you'll never look at justification the same after we go through this tonight. Another result, imputed righteousness. When we think about the imputed righteousness, let me give you some verses that we're going to look at here. Romans chapter 5, verse 18 and 19. You see how Romans is all through all of this. It's everywhere in it. Verse 18 19 says, Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Adam sinned, right? He was in the transgression. Because of that, we are all condemned for our sin. Even so, by the righteousness of one, that righteous one is Jesus Christ, right? The free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of Jesus, the one, shall many be made righteous. Do you see that right there? The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, in verse number 30, But ye are, but, a, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. <coughs> the Bible tells us 2 Corinthians 5.21, For he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Bible tells us in Philippians 3, verse number 9, And being found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. The Bible tells us in James chapter 2, verse 23, And the scripture was fulfilled which said, Abraham believed God. And look at this. And it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. When God looks at a believer in Jesus Christ, he only sees Jesus Christ. Think on that for a minute. Just think about that for a minute. You and I are guilty, beyond guilty. And when God looks at me, he sees Jesus Christ, his righteousness. Why do you think we're going to wear white in heaven? Pictures his righteousness. God doesn't see all of our wickedness. And it's there. Trust me. I know all of you, and you know me. There's wickedness in all of us in this room. God doesn't see that. He sees Jesus Christ. That's why it would do us all really good to view God's people in light of who God views them might change how you treat some people. might change those that you don't like. Every child of God, when God looks at them, he sees, him, he sees Jesus Christ. might help us out quite a bit. Imputed righteousness. Not my righteousness. Because what is my righteousness? It's filthy rags. It will never add up. But when God looks at me, he sees his righteousness. Letter F. Letter F, we, uh, the result of justification, eternal life. What the Bible says in Titus 3, verse number 7, it says that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. We get eternal life because of being justified. Letter G, letter G, there we go. 
good works. You are able to do good works because of being justified. You realize that tonight, right? The Bible tells us in James 2, verse 14 and 24, verse 14 says, What doth it profit, my brother, and though a man say, you have faith, and hath not works, can faith save him? Go down to verse 24. It says, Ye see how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. You've got to understand something. You can only, in this world that we live, people see what we do. James is practical Christian living, how to live out your faith. That's why there are some people that didn't want to include the book of James in the Bible because they said it, it went against what Romans chapter number 4 talks about. I think there were people out there that didn't like what the book of James stood for, and that's why they didn't want it there. But you look real close, in God's sight we're justified by faith. In the sight of our neighbors, we're justified by the works that we do. And our good works are a result of being justified. Almost done. Letter H, and lastly tonight. Justification brings freedom from the law. Do you realize tonight that we are no longer under the law of Moses? Bible tells us in Romans chapter 6 verse number 4 therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death and like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father even so we also should walk in the newness of life Bible tells us in Romans chapter 10 verse number 4 for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 9 verse number 21 to them that are without law is without law being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I might gain them that are without the law. Because we are no longer under the law of Moses, we are free from the penalty of the law. The Bible tells us in Galatians 3, verse 13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. Bible tells us in Romans chapter number 7, verse, and you think about this, we're free from the penalty of sin, but do you realize because of this and having freedom from the law, we are free from the power of sin tonight? Bible tells us in Romans 7, verse 46, Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that ye should be um, married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. For when we were in the flesh, the, the lights are shining right on that. I'm just going to have to read it from here. The motion, literally, it's shining right there. It's not that my eyes are getting bad or anything like that. Or maybe it is that my eyes are getting bad. That doesn't help either. No, it's just those lights there. Which were by the law did work in our members to bring forth fruit unto death. But now we are delivered from the law. That being dead wherein we were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. The Bible tells us Romans 8, verse number 2. It says, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Verse number 4 of the same chapter. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And because of these things, and when we look at this, we are under a new law, the law of Christ. And we talked about this before. And in John 14, 15, If ye love me, keep my commandments. And 1 John 2, verse 3 and 4, And hereby do we know that we love him if we keep his commandments. 
He hath said, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. So let's review real quick, and we'll be done. It's only 719 right now, okay? 719. Justification. Justification is a judicial act. It declares one not guilty, even though they are guilty. It's just as if I never sinned, but I am guilty of sinning. What is the means of, of getting justification? It's not by the works of the law, but by the payment, the atonement of Jesus Christ, God's grace, God's love, God's mercy, and God's faith he's given to us. And it happens instantaneously at the moment of salvation, and it's eternal, and no one can ever take it from you. And because of that, we have peace with God. We have no more condemnation. There's no more incrimination. We have the remission of sins. We've been given imputed righteousness. We have eternal life. We have good works, and we have freedom from the law, all because of all that the Lord's done. Nothing that we've done, but all that he's done. And I hope the next time in church that we sing, complete in thee, and we get to that chorus, yea, justified, oh, blessed thought. The fact that I'm declared not guilty when I'm guilty. Not because of anything I did, but because of Jesus Christ and what he did. And because of God's grace, his love, his mercy, and his faith. And I receive all these benefits, and I'm declared righteous when there's nothing righteous in me.